Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? BC here. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. It is Monday. We have a new episode for you today. I do have one of my little kitties with me here, my little Sphinx cat. So you may hear some purrs from time to time. I'm just letting you know, or some random meows. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. We're nationwide now. If you guys need anything real estate, contact me or my team via social media channels. You have all of our info. Also, shout out to Modern Success, my tribe. If you guys are looking for additional training and support from me and more advanced training on many topics, you can join Modern Success through the link in my bio or go to Brian Casella, just like you see my name, briancasella.com. Other than that, if you guys are interested in learning more about EXP Real Estate and EXP Realty, you can go to my link, partnerwithteambc.com to check out that link and watch the video. All right, let's begin. I wanted to talk to you guys about something that um, is associated with subjects that I cover, right? Like recently I talked about being honest, right? And I want to use that for a second to filter situations and what may happen in order for you to, to realize why some of these tactics that I give you and some of these insights, giving you a little bit of a deeper understanding why I choose to go that way. All right. So if we look at the, I'll just jump right in. If we look at the concept right now of even just being honest, when you look at society, there's a lot of instances where they say it's okay to tell little white lies or not be honest, right? Like as an example, if you're uh, in a couple situation, a relationship situation, and let's say you're a man and your woman asks you, how do I look? It's been told that, well, you can't be an asshole. You know, if your woman doesn't look good, you're supposed to compliment her anyway. And that's considered one of those acceptable white lies. Well, the dynamic that's misunderstood <clears throat> in the subject matter that you need to understand is when it comes to if we're going to step into this world of just being honest and forthcoming and telling the truth at all times right Let, let's view it through this lens i'm going to tell the truth all the time no matter what all right what people fail to realize is when we look at this concept you have the short term versus the long term telling a lie right or maybe not being entirely honest in the short term will benefit you Absolutely, because you'll avoid a certain confrontation. You may avoid hurting somebody's feelings. However, we have to look at this in the long term. Is it beneficial in the long term? Well, no, it's not. But when you flip that dynamic, and let's say I'm honest all the time, sometimes in the short term, it'll cause confrontation. It'll cause a little bit of emotional stir in the other person or in the group. I mean, depending on the context. But in the long run, you win. And in the long game, you win. And that's what I've been focused on, ladies and gentlemen, from day one, is I want to win in the long game. In the short term, you're going to have your wins and your losses. But in the long term, I want to set myself up for success. I can even zoom this in right now on real estate. I'm approaching my eighth year in real estate. We're now approaching that long term. And all the things that I did the first, second, third, and fourth year, we're building for this. Had I not done th things right those first you know, two, three, four, five years, maybe I would have had little spikes of more success then. But now I wouldn't be sitting in the position that I'm in winning. I can do technically right now, I can do whatever the hell I want. I can stop selling real estate today and be perfectly fine and keep booming and pivot into many other things. I've set myself up this way though. This is not by chance. This was a cause point. I did this, I created this, okay? But one of those foundational pillars was that. I'm gonna be honest from day one. How many people do we see crumble on social media as an example because of this? They lie and in the short term, they get a lot of followers, a lot of likes and a lot of temporary respect. Then they get 
in quotes, exposed, right? Or it gets leaked that they've been lying and not being honest. And then what happens? Everything crumbles. So in the long term, they lost. Why did they do that? Why did they compromise themselves? Well, because in the short term, they would make money quicker and grow and rise and get attention and all that stuff, which again, we can say temporarily, we can understand based on human beings and emotions and, and things of that nature, how we process the world. It would make sense. Even though it's wrong, we can see why somebody would do it. However, if they assessed it from an intelligent standpoint, they would say, look, it may take me longer. I may not have all the money and the cars and the attention and the likes and the shares and all that stuff, but I know in the long run, I'm going to grow. I'm going to eventually grow and I'm going to build a solid foundation. How about standing up for your beliefs and voicing them and being clear about what you stand for and represent from day one? Same thing. If you hide that, again, in the short term, you may get more people more buzz, more uh, recognition for your brand and whatever you do. But in the long run, what's going to happen? Eventually, you're going to have to come out and say it. Someone's going to find out. Something's going to be leaked. And then what happens? You lose half of your loyal uh, customers. You lose some of your fan base. Why? Because you hid something from the beginning. And then eventually people found out. So that foundation wasn't build, uh, built properly. And, and that's the focus here. It's the short term versus the long term. I will always, as a rule of thumb, trade in the short term benefit in guarantee of the long term one. And that's the way you guys need to do this thing. That's the way. Why do you think the infomercials for people to lose weight quickly and the quick fix? Why do you think that's so effective? Because they prey on this basic human thing. They prey on this because they know we're wired and we've been taught to run and go after the quick fix, the short-term gain, even though long-term it's not good. Why do you think people do crash diets? Oh, I want to look good so I can look good for that wedding. For those two days, I want to have abs. So I'll kill myself to look good for one or two days, and then I'll get fat again, which we know long-term is extremely bad for your health. It's horrible. I, I look at business and marketing. I mean, I can give you guys a million examples. I don't have to give you any more. But where in your life right now are you, again, just focused on the short term, not realizing the long-term effects, even with your phone? How many of you refuse to turn off your notifications? How is that going to affect you psychologically over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years? If you're listening to this and you're between 20 and 30, where are you going to be at between 30 and 40? You're going to be addicted to instant gratification. Because in the short term, it's cool to find out who liked your picture on Instagram within a couple seconds instead of putting your phone down and finding out an hour later. Is it worth it? No, absolutely not. And I feel like the more you do that, the more every area of your life becomes that and the more on edge you are and the more emotional you are because you lack control. When you do that, you're way more reactive. Let's keep going deeper. I always talk about cause and effect. Being at the cause point of life, one of the universal laws, not being the effect. The more that you're at the cause point, the more you're a creator in creation mode, being conscious, having control versus the effect, you're reactionary. Something outside of you is causing you to react. So when I look at a lot of the short-term stuff, that's what it is. The instance of somebody killing themselves to look good for that one wedding and that one moment where they go on the crash diet and then they gain weight after right? All to look good for that one day. They're being reactionary because they care about what people think about them or that one day, right? It's all about the attention that you get and something outside of themselves. 
Same thing with, with the instance of somebody telling little white lies. You're being reactionary because you're afraid of the reaction you're going to get from other people by telling the truth and you can't handle it. So instead of being the cause point, you're being the effect, which again leads to a less favorable experience of life. Again, if we follow this timeline long-term, you will always find the short-term justification, absolutely, of why it makes sense. And there may be exceptions to the rule here and there. Maybe this isn't absolute, but I can tell you probably 99.5% of the time, what I'm saying is going to reign true. And I bring this up because everybody always brings up the fucking exception to the rule as if that wipes out what I'm saying. No, it doesn't. If one out of 100 is the exception to the rule, well, I'm focused on the 99 that I'm going to be correct in. Why would I create my life around the exception to the rule? That makes no sense. And that's how they try to debunk this stuff to you. That's how the outside tries to criticize this information and say it's not accurate because they know this one person, this one time that did this. Whoop-de-doo. It's like the one person who doesn't, doesn't want to commit to the habits and actions of what it takes to become a millionaire because they know this one person who didn't have to do it. The one person who never read a book or did any of this stuff and he's magically a millionaire. Okay, bro, you found one. Good for you. But you don't know that person. And why would you base all and put all your eggs in the basket of something that's not tried and true and proven, right? It's just insane. It doesn't make any sense. So when I track this long term, especially in fulfillment and life, this dynamic always comes up. And I look at a lot of real estate agents, right? You follow me, salespeople. How many of you refuse to commit to doing the actions that I've been telling you for years because you have to do this for a long time to see the results? It's easier in the short term to spend a little bit of money on passive marketing and see if the leads will come in. It's a little short term uh, gratification to not do the hard work that I told you to then bullshit and watch YouTube videos or something else. But then in the long term, you're going to be screwed. You're going to be kicked out of the house. You're not going to have any money and you're not going to have a foundation built in your business. Again, I could just go on and on about this. I really could. So this is something that you need to weigh and look at the consequences of my actions right now. What is the result and what does it look like short term versus long term? Add this as a process as you guys are making decisions. This doesn't take long. You can play this timeline out, uh, timeline in your mind very quickly, very, very quickly to be able to make an accurate assessment and a wise decision on what you're going to do. Plain and simple, plain and simple. Because when I look at it this way, man, you start realizing from your most minute decision daily, like, am I going to blow my nose with tissue or, or a paper towel? Am I going to brush my teeth? Am I going to grab coffee? Am I not going to grab coffee? What car am I going to take to work? What time am I going to show up to work? All these little decisions from big ones to little ones and everything in between. You'll realize very quickly how big of a percentage of these decisions that you're making are merely for short-term gratification. Like something I've been telling people to do, right? Cold showers. I know long-term, the benefits of doing cold showers are tremendous. The quality of your skin will improve. The ability of your body to handle cold will improve tremendously. It's great for your hair too. It will eliminate the need for you to take kind of stimulant to get your energy up. Because if you can do a two or three minute ice cold shower, your blood will be pumping, you'll be wide awake, and you'll have all the energy you need to be at the office or work out or whatever it is that you can do. And I'm speaking to you from doing this shit for years. 
but we already know, and you've heard it from me, and maybe you're listening to this still saying you're not going to do it, but you know the long-term benefits are there. But in the short term, it sucks because you're going to freeze. And if you're a man, your dick is literally going to go inside your body because it's that fucking cold, right? It's not a pleasant feeling. Now, after a while, you get used to it and it's not bad at all. Like I can do it now and have a conversation like this with somebody while I'm taking the shower because I'm so used to it. I'm not like, because <gasps> I've been doing it for years. But again, that's short-term versus long-term. Short-term sucks. Long-term, tremendous benefits that vastly outweigh any short-term inconvenience, 100%, right? So again, what am I doing here? All I'm doing is bringing in logic and reason into this and applying it and saying, okay, I know what's best for me, so I'm going to do it. And if I still have to go through a temporary discomfort, I'm going to do it knowing that in the long run, I'm going to win. And that's what I'm here to do is win. Because in the process, you're going to go through obstacles and challenges and all that stuff. But I want to keep applying a higher level of intellect and intelligence and processing to my life to achieve a better result. You all deserve it. However, you have to employ your own mind, your own critical thinking, your own analysis. And that's what these little tidbits are for. That's why I keep these uh, podcasts pretty short too, about 20 minutes. But in practical application, this is phenomenal for you and it will improve your life, hands down. And this is something that you can do in practice that other people can observe and begin to ask you, man, why are you doing this or why are you doing that? And you can break this concept down. You know why I'm doing this, sir? Or ma'am or brother, sister, uncle, cousin? You know why I'm doing it? Because I've weighed out the short-term versus the long-term. And I've realized that long-term, it benefits me to be doing this. Would you like to know why? And they say yes, and now you can explain it to them. And now you just touched somebody. You helped them out while also bettering your situation and confirming that what you're doing is the right thing. So take this, my friends. And what are you going to do with it? That's the question. That's the magical question. What are you going to do with it? I gave you plenty of examples. Now it's a moment once this podcast is over for you to analyze where can you improve? Where, you've, where have you been taking the shortcut, right? The example I gave you with the phone is probably the biggest one. There's so much we do for instant gratification. It is ridiculous. And things that we only do for the short term while completely ignoring the long term. Short term fun to get drunk and get fucked up. Long term effects, health, liver, cancer, brain damage right? I mean, we know. Yet we're so drawn to do these things because of the short-term emotional high. Drugs, alcohol, eating, overeating, eating crap, doing all kinds of stuff, flipping through Netflix instead of picking up a book. Now, all these things eventually, a lot of them, that short-term sting goes away and you flip that polarity, which I've talked about on other podcasts, right? Eventually that polarity flips. And now what was uncomfortable is now comfortable. And what used to be comfortable is now uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable now for me to play video games for a sustained period of time. Do I play them every once in a while? Sure. But it's uncomfortable. It I have to literally force myself versus me picking up a book. I look forward to doing it. And years ago, it wasn't that way. It was the opposite. But what did I do? I weighed out the short term versus long term, tested that dynamic, picked up a book, forced myself until eventually I'd done that so often and so willingly that that dynamic flipped. And now the comfort for me is reading the book, but that comfort I'll take all day long because the long-term benefits of that comfort are, I don't even know. I can't even measure them. They're so good, right? Cool. So that's it for this one, guys. I appreciate you listening. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Again, if you need more support from me, you would like to dive deeper into many concepts that I can teach you and you want more of a group setting and more support coaching type thing, 
Really, really recommend you jump on my modern success program. It's at briancasella.com, just like my name is written, or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. If you guys need any help in real estate, if you're a consumer listening to this or an agent and you have a referral, my team is nationwide now. Reach out to me with any real estate questions or referrals and we'll happily take care of you. All right, that's it for this episode. We'll see you on Wednesday, same place, same time. Peace.